Being a Better Man, episode 163. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Hey everybody, welcome to Being a Better Man, the podcast designed to assist you on your mission of being a better man today than you were yesterday. I am your host and mumbler of manly musings. My name is Alf Herigstad. The first thing I want to do today is give a shout out to my dad. It is his 81st birthday today. 81 years. That's quite an accomplishment. And he's still doing really well. He's always out tinkering on his property. Sometimes you might find him under a car turning a wrench or up on a ladder repairing a gutter. He's quite a guy, my dad. His name is Ron. And even though I'm giving a shout-out, he won't hear it because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Not because he doesn't want to, but because he can't hear media like this. He has been essentially deaf since his early 20s when he had a life-saving operation. But he learned to read lips. And that's one of the things I admire most about him is how he has never let this adversity stand in his way. He always continues to go forward. When I was a kid, he would come home from work and then get dressed up and go out and sell products for another company door-to-door. I think he was doing Amway. But what courage he had. I mean, many of us who can hear perfectly would never consider knocking on people's doors trying to sell them stuff. Imagine how hard that would be if you couldn't hear. (laughs) But he did it, and somehow he was successful at it. So happy birthday, Dad. Another shout-out I want to give is to a listener named Christine Ringsrud. She is the newest patron of this show. She went to patreon.com and made a monthly pledge in support of the message here so that all of you can benefit from this content. Thank you, Christine. I appreciate it a lot. If anyone else wants to be like Christine, just go to patreon.com and check out our page. So I was thinking today about how each of us have a perception in our heads of who we are, of what kind of man we are. I have spoke many times on this show about the importance of knowing ourselves well, so that this perception of self is as accurate as possible. I've also said on many occasions that perception is reality. The things we perceive are what is real to us. That's important because if we perceive that we are good, kind, strong, brave, intelligent men, then we're much more likely to live into that reality. One of the things, perhaps the biggest thing that informs our perception of self, is our memories. All of our memories, both good and bad, are what come together in our brains to form the tapestry of our existence. We rely on memories way more often than we realize. A bad memory might cause us to avoid a certain situation, while a good memory might cause us to seek out situations where we can replicate that memory and that feeling. When confronted with a new situation, 
Without us even realizing it, our brains scan our memory banks for anything that is similar, for anything that might help us navigate this new situation. If it's a really brand new situation, our brains might not come up with anything that helps us, but we forge on ahead anyway, and then we create a brand new memory that will aid us in the future. And that's kind of how it works. And nestled in our brains, alongside but independent of our memories, is our intellect, our conscious reasoning area. Sometimes these two areas are in conflict. Sometimes our intellect doesn't allow our memories to work as well as they should. We humans have a special knack for letting bad memories fade into obscurity while at the same time embellishing good memories into things that didn't really happen that way. My personal theory is that this only happens when we allow it to or when we're not paying attention to it. It's a type of mental laziness that we have all been guilty of at one time or another. We want to believe amazing things about ourselves. It feels good. So we allow our intellect to bend memories into our favor. After a while, that becomes our new reality, our new inaccurate reality. Likewise, we might take a bad memory, something we are ashamed of or something that was painful, things that make our intellect uncomfortable. Then our intellect, through justification and excuse, will cause us to forgive this bad act or to make it so that it all becomes irrelevant, like it wasn't our fault, someone else made me do that, etc. Sometimes this is beneficial. For example, if I had a 100% accurate memory of the pain I felt when my finger got smashed in the army, it would be a very uncomfortable memory. As it is, I just remember that it hurt really bad. The same is true with the pain of grief, like when someone we love dies. If that pain did not fade over time, some of us would not be able to continue in life because it would just be too painful. All that being said, how I think the way this is all relevant to being a better man, the key to it all is to become the masters of our own mind. It's our mind after all, right? Who else should control it but us? Does it seem wise to just allow our brains to run amok, willy-nilly, thinking whatever it wants and making decisions that might not be in our best interest? I think not. This may be a new concept to some of you. You might be wondering how we can control our own thoughts. It might seem impossible, like trying to control your dreams. The difference is that dreams are subconscious and thoughts are conscious. When we're awake, we are driving the bus. When we're sleeping, the bus is driving itself. I think there are two basic ways that we can have an impact over our thoughts and memories and ultimately over what kind of men we are. The first way is very direct. First, we become aware of our mind, the tricks it plays, the schemes it makes, the things we remember and the way we, we remember them. Then with our intellect, we focus our will and intention on it. Through our diligent intention and focus and effort, 
we gradually become the masters of our own minds. But it has to be something that you intend to do. It requires practice like anything else does. But through constant analyzation, through honest, objective self-evaluation and raw effort, our intellect becomes more accustomed to being the master of our memories, our emotions, and our instincts to the benefit of all those different parts. The second way, a way to aid your intellect in this, is by taking an active role in what kind of memories you have to work with. If you have a life full of crappy memories, then it's kind of like putting lipstick on a pig and calling it pretty. Our memories are nothing more than the record of things that happened. So who determines what happens in your life? You do. Last May, I recorded episode 50, and it was called Make a Memory on Purpose. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you designing your life and your perception of yourself by designing the memories you have. Many memories just happen and there's nothing we can do about it, but we also have the ability as humans to create specific memories with intention and design, keeping in mind that these memories and experiences will become part of who we are. It could be something as simple as taking a walk with your kid and seeing how many bugs you can find, or driving your wife somewhere for the sole purpose of watching the sunset together, or helping your dad fix his gutters. These are all intentional memories that you can have. Or it could be a big memory full of smaller ones, like a trip somewhere you've never been. The thing is, when you start creating memories on purpose, when you start designing the experiences that will become your perception, the things that will become who you are, now you are living a life of intention. And the more memories, the better you know yourself, the more mastery you have over your life as a man. And the guy with the most memories wins. Now head out there into the big world and be aware that everything that happens every moment of every day is recorded somewhere between your ears. Start making choices that have an impact on what is recorded and you will have done something that makes you a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.